All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Better late than never. Welcome. Let's go, baby. Fucking Anton Lander. Yeah, huh? This is Cesus. Oh, hello. Cesus. 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 It's a two episode day. It is a two episode day. Your rem check is so fucking sexy. Cesus. Bring down the intro music. Survey, Brad, I think I need an upgraded version. Or if you're listening to this and you want to make an intro, I'd play that. Meat Watcher, you listening? Somebody know Meat Watcher? Somebody know Surveyor Brett? Basically, I'm just looking for about a minute of audio that I can play off the jump. We can mix in clips. It can mix in callers. It can mix in whatever you want. I'll play it. Frankly, the shittier, the better. You know? No offense to Surveyor Brett as well. I've been using that intro for a while, but sometimes it's nice to mix it up. Welcome back to the second episode of Better Late Than Never of the day. First, we talked about an Evan Bouchard contract. We got the reaction episode out of the way. Did that first thing this morning. Now we are back to the regularly scheduled program. And we'll see what uh, whether or not I can keep it on the rails. Ideally, I would like to knock this thing out. Move on with my day. Maybe watch the Jays game. But we'll see how I go. We'll see how I go. Want to start off, as always, by saying thank you to the audio department for making this all work. If you're listening to upgraded audio... It's the audio department. The echoing that was problem on the phone, sorted. 
again, help with the audio department. There was some other stuff going on with the soundboard that was causing some interference. I think I might've solved that too. Again, thanks to the audio department, go to the audio department.ca book some studio time or record an album, record a spoken word, poetry book, whatever you want to do. Just do it there. Got it. Good. Uh, I'm going to start off with a quick chat about reality TV. You listen to this podcast for any length of time, you know, one, I love shitty dating shows Two, I love big brother. Both are happening currently. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of bummed out with uh, Big Brother so far. Big Brother USA, that is. It's just kind of, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just not captivating me right now. It's season 10, 25, and it seems like we were in the mix for what was going to be you know, I was excited because we were just kind of waiting and we were waiting and waiting through the summer for the new season to go. And now we are blah, 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 about seven episodes in and I'm just, it's so boring. It's so boring. But then again, I always think about every year, Big Brother USA is boring for the first, I don't know, three weeks, something like that. So far, two people have been evicted. Uh, the one guy was kicked out for being a moron. My favorite people right now are Jag. I like Jag. I don't know that he's going to go on and win, but I do like Jag. I also liked, uh, what is that guy's name? The hillbilly guy. What is that guy's name? Anyway, he's fun to look at. His accent is fun. Oh, Red. Red Utley. Of course it's Red. He's fun. So outside of that, like, I don't know. I don't know. They kicked out the mega babe, Riley. Normally they keep the mega babe around a little while, but I'm hoping this season gets a little bit more interesting. I mean, they're trying to do some new stuff with some new bits and some new shtick, and maybe it turns out to be better later down the later down the line in the season, but we'll see. What I'm really interested in though is Love Island USA. This show, this show is a good fucking show. I think it was Ari that told me about it. Pretty sure it was Ari, but uh, basically, if you don't know, this show is they stick a bunch of singles in a room or in a house, allow them to get hammered, allow them to touch each other, but there's all kinds of swapping and bed swaps, and I'm partnered up with this person, but I think that person's sexy, so we'll do like behind-the-scenes stuff, and then new people come into the house, and then the person you think you like, they get kicked out because you've lost interest. It's, it is cold, man. It is a cold motherfucking show, but I'll tell you one thing. It is entertaining. It is very entertaining. Just the drama between, you know, between uh, what's going on with Cassie right now and what's that dude's name? Doesn't matter. It's fantastic. It really, really is fantastic. There's a bunch of good people like my boy Bergy. He's getting friend zoned all over the place. You know, poor guy. He just comes on too much. If you're watching the show, you know what I'm talking about. Bergy is a guy who's never really had a girlfriend. He had a chance with the babe on the show. Absolute stunner. And then he fumble fucked it. And while I thought it was hilarious, you know, I uh, kind of figured it was going to come. Kind of figured it was going to come. So, so far they've been in the house about four weeks or 28 days. There's been people, how many say one, two, three, I don't know a solid dozen 
that have already been kicked out or left or just walked out or didn't get coupled with. It is a cold-ass show, man. So if you're looking for a reality show that, well, first of all, dating, you got sexy people, you've got a lot of uh, horrible personal choices, might I recommend Love Island? If I had to pick between the two, like if you say bag milk, you don't have a PVR in this hypothetical scenario. You can only watch one of the two shows that you generally love in the summer. One, Love Island, two, Big Brother. I'm picking Love Island every time. I'm picking Love Island every single time. In brighter news, I'm going to get away from some reality TV chat just to get to it. You fine folks have been leaving all kinds of reviews, and now that we've got it, I picked Ben as a winner last week for the first Better Late Than Never hoodie. Now I'm going to pick a bunch more. Here's how it's going to work. The response has been great. So first of all, I love that. Thank you guys so much for the response. You listened. You've been sending me screenshots. And I've just been checking, and some of you haven't sent the screenshots, but you are leaving the reviews. So here's what I'm going to do. Ben, you're the first winner. I'm going to pick how many? What do I got here today? I'm going to pick a couple others here today. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to batch up a big, once I get your sizes and stuff, I'm going to batch up a big order of hoodies and I'm going to do it. So it's going to take a little bit of time for you to get your hoodie, but I think ultimately this is the best way to do it. Originally, I was going to do this through my my online charity store, but the reality is the quality of those hoodies kind of sucked. And while nobody complained about it because 100% of the of the proceeds were going to the Edmonton Humane Society, the reality is, is if you're going to spend money on a hoodie, in this case, I'm spending money on the hoodie to buy them and get them made, I want it to be something that you can wear and wear for a while. So that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to do this week, and then again next week, I'm going to give out more hoodies. I'm going to give out about 10 in total, somewhere in there. We'll see how we do. But I'm going to pick some winners. In the meantime, I'm going to read some reviews. Let's get to it. Better Late Than Never podcast reviews. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Better Late Than Never podcast reviews. Five-star review from Nikki G says, A great show. Really recommend this show to Oilers and sports lovers in general. I don't know about that. The second one is from Jakey Baby. Jakey, baby. Fantastico is a five-star review. Unreal pod with great cast characters. Also can't stop buying Alfa Romeos. Can't stop, won't stop. Romeo boys. Let's go with the Alfa Romeos. I also like that Alfa Romeos getting shoutouts in the uh, in the podcast reviews. That makes me happy. Uh, where'd my music go? Kick it off again? All right. BM Rocks. That one's from Hagfish Bow. A five-star review bag milk rocks i am posting positive review hook me up with some swag love that jay winks 16 five-star review best pod to start the morning hey bag milk love the pod definitely a part of my morning routine love how you interact with your listeners i like how you talk about the oilers but also get a good laugh with the random talk great pod to start the day well you're gonna have two episodes tomorrow my friend this show is incredible. It's a great community. That is from Clouder71. Incredible show. That is a five-star review. A good question mark podcast from Sunny1244833. Where my music go again? Damn it. Pick it back up. A very, very fun and kind of Oilers-centric podcast. I love interacting through the voicemail and hearing the super random talk that spawns from it. It is an incredible podcast. I highly recommend it. And buy an Alfa Romeo car right now. Hardy Stew Lover gives a five-star review, says, I like free stuff. Stuff is nice. Thoughts on BB25 so far? Just hit you with some. Not so great. 
waiting for some people to get cleared out. Jay Sabby says... 100 episodes, five stars. Just like the 93 podcast that Bag Milk does, this one is a chef's kiss. If you like the other's random talk about senseless reality shows, cheese and wine, RSBs, the voicemail beef of the listeners, and Frank, who I should note is... Why did this get caught off? <laughs> I don't know what the end of your review is, but Jay Sabi, thank you so much. Five-star review. Again, I'm dumping all of your names into a draw. I'm going to pick some winners here. Um, let me go here. I'm going to do a little random, random spinner here. I don't know if you just got your podcast review read either. These are just folks that picked or sent me their reviews in the voicemail. I recognize some of you. So Liam Horan or Liam C. Lauren, I should say. You are winner number two. You just want a hoodie. Liam, I think you, uh, if I remember correctly, you submitted your pick on Instagram of a Spotify review. FIFA Las Vegas, you are winner number three. Hit me up with a DM on any of the platforms. RCS3204, you are winner number four. Hit me up on any of my socials. Just slide into my DMs. All I need from you essentially is what's your hoodie size and what's your address. I'm going to put together again, if you missed it or you just weren't paying attention, I'm going to put together a batch order. I'm going to get all this done. I'm going to get them printed here locally in Edmonton, and then I'm going to ship them out myself. This is going to cost me a bunch of money, but you know what? You guys deserve it. You're leaving the reviews. You're helping me out. So most importantly, you deserve to be rewarded. Last winner this week, this will be winner number five in total is Spencer Power Six. Again, you submitted your review to me on Instagram. You slid into the old DMs and go, here's a Spotify review that I gave you. Shout out to you, Bag Milk. There are five winners so far. So we got Ben, we got Liam, we got FIFA Las Vegas, we got RCS3204, and we got Spencer Powell 6. Five winners so far in the Better Late Than Never gear draw. Keep leaving reviews. Keep sending me the copies of them. I'm going to go ahead and pick five more winners next week. We are going to get all of those sent out. Again, it's going to take a minute to get your hoodie, but I promise this is what I'm going to do. I just think it's better. I want to give you a higher quality garment. I picked out a hoodie specifically like the blank. It's going to be a champion hoodie. It's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. I think they're going to be something that you'd actually want to wear, and it's not going to just be a, a shitty boxy hoodie like you would have got if I'd done it through my own store. So I think this is going to be the best approach to it. I hope you guys agree. But in the meantime, let's get to the news. The news. The news. The news. The news brought to you by, again, by our partners at SYC Brewing. I talked about, hey, I need a sponsor for the news. SYC's like, we want back in. SYC Brewing, go check them out. I just got a flat and a half of beer from them, all kinds of different flavors. I am very, very much looking forward to cracking into everything that they have available because I got a little something, something from everything. You know, your boy Bag Milk, very excited about what, uh, what the fine folks at SYC dropped off for me. And also that they're back as sponsors of the news. I'm looking at SYCBrewing.com and the Limelight that is one that I'm looking to try. I also see one that's in here. The name is just funny. It's called the painkiller. I see some of those. That one's got a 7% alcohol in there. Mama! That might be a one beer or maybe two cheeky ones during the week kind of thing. Uh, we're going to start off with the Evan Bouchard contract news. This morning, Elliot Freeman broke that the Oilers are close. 
or at least going to get done on a two-year contract with Evan Bouchard at $3.9 bucks. I did an emergency podcast this morning to get the reaction to read, read a bunch of your feedback as well. It was interesting, man. Every time any signing or any kind of news ever happens with the Edmonton Oilers, one thing I always expect is that it's going to be a split reaction. Doesn't matter who it is. Split reaction. And I said this morning on my radio hit on Cruise, I was just like, I'm expecting it to be a split reaction again, but I think this one could be more aggressive on either side. From an Oilers fan perspective, what I saw, the bulk of it, majority is positive. The majority of the feedback was positive that I put out the tweet and I just like, hey, what's going on? Let me know what is happening because I want to hear from you. I personally think 3.9 million bucks for two years was just kind of what I expected. Did I want it to go under 3.5 so they could have a 22 man roster for the start of the season? Of course I did. Frankly, I would have preferred if it was 2 million bucks, but As I mentioned off the jump, you can't always get what you want. The Rolling Stones said it best. And in terms of Evan Bouchard's contract, what you've got is a player who's not perfect on the defensive side of the game specifically, but on the offensive side of the game, he is going to put points on the board. Where I get nervous about this Evan Bouchard contract is not now. I think he's going to provide a great value over the next two years of 3.9 million bucks. What I'm most worried about is what happens after that. If he goes out and puts up, say, I don't know, 60 plus points in both of those seasons on this $3.9 million deal, what is that worth in two seasons? A lot is the answer. And if you think about it, what else happens in two seasons? Leon Dreisaitl's contract is up. Ideally, I think they'll probably try and get Leon done next summer when he's got one year left after July 1st, they'll be able to talk extension. Hopefully Leon will be open to it. Hopefully him and Connor are already dreaming about it. Again, you've heard the insiders go is 90% sure. Well, I think it was Frank that said I'm 90% sure they're both resigning. So let's get that done early because Bouchard is setting himself up to make huge bank down the line. But unfortunately there's bigger fish to fry. There's bigger fish to fry. You heard Jay on Oilers nation radio a couple of weeks ago. Is it, you do this bridge and then he's got to go because he's going to make so much money based on the points he puts up. We'll see if anything, the Oilers have to hope that the that the salary cap shoots the moon shoots the moon. You got to hope for it. Otherwise it's really like, I don't know. I don't know. They could get themselves in trouble. This is not a great contract and I'm talking about Evan Bouchard for down the line for long term definitely not in the short term it's fine in the short term we can make it work but long term it is going to be very interesting how this works and what kind of decisions the next GM has to make according to puckpedia.com the Oilers now maintained $382,000 in cap space from the start of the season through the trade deadline or sorry if they maintain $382,000 in cap space from now until the start of the season uh, let me try that again let me try and read properly for the first time well that well that would be a first let it now you can't even push your buttons. You're pushing the wrong buttons all the time. You're all flustered. Here you are doing a second podcast of the day and you don't even know how your own fucking roadcaster works. Nice job, genius. If the Edmonton Oilers maintain the $382,000 cap space that they have today from the start of the season through to the trade deadline, it would fit. they could fit $1.7 million in annual cap hit at the deadline, meaning they accrue space as the year goes on because they're not in LTIR. Now, 1.7 million bucks doesn't seem like a whole lot, but 
as we saw last year with the Tyson Berry for at home trade, Tyson Berry Plus, I should say, for at home trade. There's ways to get creative, especially when you're pressed up against the cap. That's what I'm expecting. In other news today, just go back and listen to the Evan Bouchard podcast. I don't need to say everything I said again. You already listened to it. In other news, most important news. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I heard a little rumbling today that Ryan Nugent Hopkins and his wife, Bree, have had their baby. It's a little girl. She is healthy, and so is mom. So I broke that on Twitter today. That tweet is kind of blowing up a little bit. Waz put it on Instagram. I'm very happy for the Nugent Hopkins. Zizzis. Girl dad Nuge? Come on. Come on. What we don't know exactly is, uh, you know, all the all the important details. We haven't seen a picture yet. I just heard a little rumbling, and I shared it. So I'm super excited. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, pal. In a month, it is amazing because your baby is somehow going to get older than you. I don't know how that works. The physics of it don't make sense. But for you, I say congratulations, sir. Girl Dad Nuge, we love it. In other news, yesterday, the Oilers announced that the Oilers organization and director of amateur scouting, Tyler Wright, had parted ways. Mutually parted ways, so whatever that means. It's one of those ones where it's like, did you fire the guy? And if you just say it's mutually parting ways, then it's, you know, it looks better. That's how I took it. But Rick Pracy is in, I think I'm saying that guy, that name right. Rick, P R A C E Y, Pracy. He comes over from the Philadelphia Flyers. What was interesting to me was, and I wrote about this today at OilersNation.com, the reaction to the Tyler Wright news. Man, people got sparked either way. We're gearing up to fight midway through the summer, it seems like. Tyler Wright mutually moves on. And some people are like, well, good. He was a fucking terrible uh, director of amateur scouting. Whereas my thought was, do we know that yet? Is that fair? His first... Um, first draft would have been the Holloway draft that he was in control of. So Holloway still has yet to crack the roster as like a full-time NHL player. I imagine he does it this year. In fact, I'd bet on it. Bet we had odds on it. I would probably bet on it there. Then he did Borgo. Then Reed Schaefer. Obviously, Reed Schaefer was traded for as part of the Ekholm trade. In the second rounder, he's only got to pick once. That was Bo Aiki. That was this past year. Third rounder, Luca Munzenberger. So basically my point is a lot of these players are still, it's still too early to tell what they're going to be. So I found it interesting that people were just like, he's a bust. He sucked here in Edmonton because of what he did in Detroit. Well, what he did in Detroit is not really relevant to what he did in Edmonton, at least in my opinion. Again, I'm not smart enough to know how amateur scouting works at the highest level in hockey. But what I do know is that if you're drafting 18 year old kids, there's a highly likely chance that most of them are going to take quite some time before cracking an NHL roster, if at all. So we'll see what happens. Only, uh, and I quote from Jason Greger's article today at OilersNation.com, only five picks in the top 100 over a four-year span. History tells us most players come in the first three rounds, and if five to seven years, a few more of those picks become NHL players, then Wright's time in Edmonton will look good. It's still too early to accurately, accurately evaluate the 2020 to 2023 drafts under Wright. The players are too young, and the players develop and mature at different paces. Can anyone say with certainty what type of NHL player Holloway will be over the next few seasons. I can't. And that's how I agree with Gregor. I think it's too early to make a call on what exactly happens there. 
What's going to be interesting, though, is to see what our new friend Nick, or not Nick, Rick Pracy does. Coming over from Philly, maybe I'll call Frank. I'll call Frank Saravalli and see what he was like in Philly. I honestly have no idea. This is just the news that I'm reporting. The news that I'm reading. From Gregor's fingers on his keyboard coming out my mouth. Don't isolate that audio. Here's the thing. Scouting is a crapshoot at absolute best outside of the first handful of picks in any given draft year. Something that we've also seen go sideways with, you know, Nail Yakupov's the obvious one. Ryan Murray was just here. We had Cam Barker was the third overall pick. So it doesn't necessarily guarantee anything when you're on the top of the roster or top of the order, but we'll see. Like Gregor said, and I agree, it's still too early to tell on some of Wright's picks, but way she goes. Breaking right before I got to the podcast, just to move on and change gears here a little bit, Austin Matthews has re-signed in Toronto at a four-year contract for $13.25 bucks for four years. So by the age of 29, he'll have made $114 million from the Leafs. That fucking rules. <laughs> but as the Jays Nation Twitter account posted, that is uh, late in the rotation starting picture money. <laughs> Hockey players, they get shafted, don't they, compared to other other teams? Got to get that revenue coming in. Got to get that TV deal better, you know? We're seeing some of the insane numbers that basketball players are signing for. So having one of the best goal scorers legitimately in the NHL signing for 4 by 13.25 is kind of funny. When you're in the NBA and you're like a bench player making more than that. Again, smaller roster, bigger TV deal, blah, 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 blah. But you know what I'm saying. What's most interesting about the Austin Matthews deal is, one, it's funny because it now takes out Connor's coming to Toronto when his contract... Well, now he can't. Two, well, he's going to sign here anyway. Three, interesting that they only have a four-year deal on him. Interesting. He's maximizing his personal income significantly with the way he's negotiating contracts with the Maple Leafs. I think it's interesting. Get that bread, dude. Without question, Austin Matthews is a hell of a hockey player. He's a sniper. 60-goal season two years ago. Outscored by Ryan Nugent Hopkins last year. <laughs> Wahoo! It's just interesting. So 4 by 13.25 in two years or even next summer when they talk to Drysaddle, over or under? That's the question for you. Over or under $13.25 million? I asked that very question on Twitter. And this is what I got. Let me see here. Dry saddle over or under 13.25 million in two years. Dot hog. Dot hog says 14 for dry, 16 for Connor. Patrick says July 1st next year he can choose the salary. So Patrick is hoping for an early extension. Noah says less money, more term. Orange and blue in my veins goes $14 million a year. Stazer goes that's under. Jordan Lee goes over. Stephen Fiddler says my best guess is Leon will be 13.5 and Connor gets 15. Dangerous, Danger Suede says I predict both Connor and Leon sign for eight years, 100 million million dollars uh brandon says i could see it being around 110 million dollars that's a raise for dry and a smaller raise for connor for some reason i don't see matching contracts coming ride or die though right so we'll see it's gonna be interesting next year they can start talking about leon about an extension i'd just love to get that one out of the way get the first one out of the way Again, this whole Evan Bouchard two-year deal thing throws a wrench in there. I know Cody Cece comes off at that time. Um, there's some other guys that are going to be coming off. Let me have a little look here. Well, I'm just thinking about it. Bouncing over to Cat Friendly here. Hmm. What do we got here? So in two years' time, 
Leon is up. Ryan McLeod is up. Derek Ryan is up. Lane Peterson is up. Again, some of these just don't factor in at all. Uh, Cody Cece is up. He could, I could see easily see his money just going straight to Evan Bouchard, and they're going to have to find more Vinny DeHarnays or entry level type contracts to get this done. Uh, and that's kind of it. So you've got CC up in two years, Lane Peterson up in two years, Derek Ryan up in two years, Ryan McLeod up in two years, um, and Leon Dreisaitl. Connor signed for three more. Zach Hyman has got five more. Kane has got three more. So Kane comes up uh, when Connor's contract comes up. Nuge, he goes on forever and ever. Amen. Girl dad Nuge. So it's going to be interesting. Again, hit me up. Over or under for Leon, 13.25. I'd love to hear from you. And there's the SYC Brewing News. The News. Now you're up to date. You're listening to Better Late Than Never. In the words of EMF, you're unbelievable. Time to talk a little bit of betting for our friends at Betway. Provided that you are 19 plus and could do so responsibly. Let's go win some money. So tonight, or not tonight, I guess, this weekend, the summer break for F1 is over. And where I want to look at is they are, it is the Dutch Grand Prix coming up. If you're going to bet on winners and shit, I don't know. I'm not really too into it. Max Verstappen is going to win probably. So one thing that I did bet on is I bet on podium. So I got Max to win and then Sergio Perez and Hamilton both to podium as well. Doesn't matter the order of those last two, but Max needs to win and those two need to hit the podium. That is a plus 275. I like it. I like it. Uh, Mercedes is coming on better. I also looked for a different one. It had worse odds, though. It was Max to win, Perez to podium, and Lando Norris. Worse odds, though. So I went with the Hamilton one. Just a sprinkle. And then another thing I want to look at is retirements. Who's the first driver to retire? If you pick no retirements, that's plus 550. If you want Esteban Arcon, Ocon, that is plus 1,200. Kevin Magnuson's plus 1,200. Logan Sargent, plus 1,200. Nico Hulkenberg, plus 1,200. Uh, Pierre Gasly, plus 1,200. Daniel Ricciardo, plus 1,400. Alex Albon, 1,600. Carlos signed 1600. You know what? If I was going to be a dick, maybe I'll sprinkle on the Ferrari boys. You know how it goes. They're just having a miserable season, just a miserable season. So provided that you are 19 plus, you could do so responsibly and you like F1. Why don't you check it out? Why don't you check it out? I think you're going to have a good time with it. Maybe, maybe another thing that I did today, and this one is for today and we'll see what happens in a little bit here when the Jays game starts, but blue Jays to win on the money line and Kevin Gosman to record six plus strikeouts. That is a plus 200. I like it. I like it. Give me more money. The other day I just did a little, uh, I was talking to Tyler last night and I did a money line bet on the Phillies. That was a nice little win for me last night. They won in the bottom of the ninth. You love to see it happening provided of course, what did I just say that you're 19 plus and can do so responsibly. Check it out with our friends at Betway. Have a little fun, provided that you want to do it in a way that does not hurt you. That's all I want. Don't get hurt. 
Nation, worst host, Yaramchuk, I know, his meal choices are utter junk. Who the hell fries veggies drunk? Say it ain't so, Tyler won't go, he's celebrating, Cinco de Mayo. Say it ain't so, Oilers will go to the cup final and carry it home. Na 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 there you go. There you have it. Budget Mark Hop is leading us into the Righteous Act meeting. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. For Trilogy Oldfield Rentals, it is time for the Righteous Act meeting. Of course, Trilogy Rentals are an established provider of tools and expertise across multiple oil field disciplines, specializing in rentals, pipe recovery, abandonments, and completions. Currently, they maintain full-time operating units in Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. Do you want to know what kind of tools they do? Have you been wondering? Are you wondering what the available tools are? Well, let me tell you. (gasps) Rental tools, fishing tools, drilling tools, coil tools, mills and bits, completion tools, any tools you need to complete any job you've got. TrilogyRentals.ca I actually don't have a Righteous Sack beating this week. I do have one from Ben that I'll play. But uh, to kick things off with the Righteous Sack, actually, you know what? I'll just jump right into Ben. And then I have the question of the week. I want to know what the best website on the internet was. But what's annoying Ben? RSB. Um, hmm. I must. We're not off to a good start here, Ben. I'm not lying to you. You know, when I see uh, Ben RSB, I think there's something that's going to annoy you. Last week, you were annoyed about uh, Twitter being renamed. You know, this week, I don't know that you actually have something annoying you, Ben. What do you got to say about that? Think. Oh, I know who to give it to. Hmm. Somebody named Tyler Yaremchuk again because first <laughs> he canceled he he doesn't go to the ultimate ski jumping thing he made. the FIS World uh, Big Air World Cup that was at Commonwealth me and Tyler were going to have a date uh, he canceled on me to as Budget Mark Hoppus suggested celebrate Cinco de Mayo which name I already forgot with you instead of going and wants to go to Cinco de Mayo <laughs> and then he blows you <laughs> off. When you want to go to the Elks game, yep, and then mm-hmm. he doesn't answer when you guys go to seven. When he and Brick go to Seven Eleven because there was something going on. Yeah, it was actually Jay that was in Vancouver. Uh, I thought they were. To be fair, I thought they were going to get pizza and or donairs. So I would have been real upset if they had left me hanging and gotten better food than just a bag of chips. But uh, yeah, Jay and Tyler were the ones that left me in Vancouver. But, um, yeah, um, and also, um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, Ben, this one's, oh, uh, what was that other thing? I'm not gonna lie to you, Ben, this one's not your greatest. <laughs> Damn it, you're trying, though. If I gave you, if I had participation ribbons to go uh, with the hoodie you want, I'll send you one for this RSP. <laughs> oh, yes, um, the Calgary Flames. Boo, boo. Well. There you have it. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. For Trilogy Oldfield Rentals, there's a righteous act beating from Ben. If I'm going to give one a righteous act beating, just an impromptu one, I guess what I would do is the coverage around this Austin Matthews contract extension. So far, I just popped over to TSN because I'm like, I bet it's all over the front page. And it is. 
It's everything on the front page above the ads. Everything you need is about the one contract extension. And this is probably going to come around on TV and on podcasts and blah, 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 blah in Toronto about how this is the greatest signing in the history of pro sports. We just locked up the best player in the history of athletics for four years at $13.25 million. No one else could ever compete with such an amazing signing because we're the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm actually happy for Leafs fans. I'm happy for them that they got to keep Poppy. You know, how ridiculous is that mustache going to be by the end of that four years? Where's his hairline going to be? These are questions I want to know. I'm happy for Leafs fans. The term, they probably would have want more than four years, but at 13.25, you didn't even really get that much of a raise. It's the coverage that's going to be annoying, I guess, if I want to pick on something. You know, it's the coverage. The coverage. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. We're going to try something different. Question of the week is going to get its own segment. This week, I just had a quick one because my missus and I were, were just bullshitting. And I was like, I wonder what everyone thinks is the best website on the internet. So question of the week, how's this for a little bippity boppity song? Question of the week, what is the greatest website on the internet? And I'm just going to run through these really quickly just for an impromptu segment. Uh, Carrie McGowan. 306 Kerosene says, lately it's been Seeking Alpha for the stonks. As a guy who loves doing a little fishing myself, I like to check out Seeking Alpha as well. Great stuff. I wish their membership was a little bit cheaper at $249 per year. It's not crazy by any means. I do wish it was a little bit cheaper, though. Kennedy uh, Kennedy's Trash, of course, our graphic designer at Nation HQ, it says, does Google.com count? I use it all the time. Of course, Google counts. One of the best websites on the internet. Though what I was talking about with some of the kids at the, web, uh, uh, at the office, a lot of them are using TikTok and Reddit now as their search engine as opposed to using Google. I found that interesting. Daily Faceoff's Frank Saravalli says, obviously, it is Daily Faceoff. It's a fine website. Plenty of great content there and fantasy news. My boy Duke says it's obviously Feed Finder. Mm-hmm. Any foot you need, they got a finder for it. Uh, Withersnation.com. I don't know if this was Wanya or one of the other kids at the office, one of the other folks at the office that just says, what the hell is wrong with you? Oilersnation.com. A fine, fine website. A fine, fine website. You will see four articles from me up there today. D-Pig says Meat Spin. Man, I got to say, this one made me laugh. Do you know what meat spin is? Do you have any idea what meat spin is? Why, uh, no, I don't know what meat spin is. Maybe you could tell me what meat spin is. I mean, I might have stumbled upon that URL a couple of times, but, uh, go on, do tell. I have no idea what meat spin is. Can you explain? All right, Quads, I would be happy to explain to you what it is. Why are you calling me Quads? Why are you saying that this is the Quads voice? I mean, it kind of is. I don't think I sound like this. No, I don't! No, I don't. You kind of do quads, I'm sorry. Anyway, meatspin.com is something that you should never, ever open on a public computer or at work. I'll tell you that much. That's all I'll say. Needless to say, I found that website about 20 years ago. I pulled up the who is on that website after uh, DPIG mentioned it. I was just like, is this thing even still on? And it is. It is. Again, do not go to this. If you don't know what meatspin is, do not go to this on a work computer. NSFW. 
But what I did learn is that website has 61 million page views, according to the counter on the page, and has been active since 2005, meaning that we are approaching 25 years of spinning, and that someone has been playing for the domain for 25 years. (laughs) Ah, shit. Derek says, it's got to be YouTube. Currently more of an institution than a website, in my opinion. That's my pick as well. YouTube is the greatest website on the internet. I spend so much time on YouTube, especially the fact that now that my TV that I bought upstairs for the start of last season has got YouTube built right into it. I spend so much time on YouTube. Mainlining the coffee says the new 1440 radio station. Hell yeah, brother. That's a free plug. And I'm going to give you a shout out. Hell yeah, free plugs. John Muckler's spectacles says it's got to be Wikipedia. You can learn about literally anything. Now, is the information correct? Well, ish, ish, you know? handsome rob says before youtube pre-double non-skippable ads that is an interesting thing i do remember youtube before the ads not great though now i have youtube premium unbelievably good going back to that feeling of no ads on youtube again you have to pay for it but I get it. Handsome Rob continues. Now, I don't think there are any great sites. A lot will distract or occupy your time, but any community-based ones have toxicity abound. RG says Reddit. I do spend a lot of time on Reddit as well. Captain Felton says back in my day, it was Homestar Runner. I don't know what that is, actually. I don't know what Homestar Runner is, though. It looks like you got you can play like little uh, little games of some kind. Flute says Nexopia.com, of course. Flute. I used to spend a lot of time on Nexopia back in the day when I was at Nate, the Nate Business Tower. You would look around and say, boy, look at all these people on Nexopia. That was actually founded here in Edmonton too, which was interesting. That was actually founded here in Edmonton as well. So there you go, a little impromptu segment, question of the week. I think I'd like to isolate it to its own thing because sometimes this one didn't get that spicy, but sometimes they do get a lot spicier and I found this music and I'm going to use it. Should I make up a song? This is your question of the week. Sometimes they're good, and sometimes they're kind of weak. This week, the feedback was great. Sometimes it turns into a spicy debate. That's a pretty... I tried. You know? First of all, what went through my mind is how stupid am I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> very that's the answer it's very Cyril you like this podcast better late than never with Ben Quilk why don't you go to your favorite podcast app like subscribe share leave a review you sexy humoral many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify plus they accept most insurance plans to get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. For the fine folks at Alfa Romeo of Edmonton, it is time for the voicemail. And of course, the Tenali has landed Starting at just $47,190. Book a test drive today. Alfa Romeo Edmonton.ca. The Tenali is probably one of the most handsome looking SUVs you will ever get your eyes on. $47,190 is not egregious. It is luxury vehicle at an affordable price in terms of what it is. All the features you get. Plus, makes your wiener a half inch bigger. Don't hold me to that. You know? Don't hold me to that. Go buy an Alfa Romeo right now. That's right. Go buy an Alfa Romeo right now. Or at the very least, alfaromeoedmonton.ca. Get yourself a uh, get yourself a test drive. You'll see what I'm talking about. Starting off the voicemail, I've got a random mishmash of all kinds of things, but it's leading off with my boy Waz. Mr. Milk, I want to talk about threads because on your last podcast, you mentioned how it kind of fell off, and I'll tell you why. Because I think threads suffered... I don't know if it suffered is the right word, but it, it suffered from shiny toy syndrome as i like to say i i've no i know this has happened and well i was getting deep on his threads thoughts here threads did fall off again i uh if you missed it i had a bet with wanye on real life saying we would have more followers on threads than we did on twitter or x or whatever you're calling it these days that didn't happen i'm already conceding the bet wanye won the bet we were betting for six months it's been about a month or so a month and change and um I'm already conceding because threads, what they did, in my opinion, I'll get Waz's take here in a second. I just, they weren't ready to launch. They tried to capitalize on people shitting on Twitter and they weren't ready. There was no following feed and all that stuff's coming in and all the features they're adding into threads are actually really nice. Had they packaged it properly and launched that way, maybe we'd be having a different conversation. But um, yeah, threads just kind of fell off real, real quick the gaming world a lot where like a new game will drop everybody loves it at first the first week is awesome it's new it's fresh and after a week it kind of just falls off people stop playing it the hype dies down i think this happens with call of duty a lot you know like for example i bought the last call of duty and i loved it for the first two weeks and then i haven't touched it since and i spent like 80 bucks on it i'm probably gonna do it again in november because the new call of duty also looks somewhat promising but i say that to myself all the time like i said well threads i thought threads was promising and next thing you know i'm back on twitter i don't know i think twitter is because you you already have that kind of following built in place i don't know something about x twitter whatever you want to call it it's just a little bit more exciting I mean, it is nice to get told off by complete strangers. You get that mostly on Twitter, not on X or on threads. 
Let me see how many. So on Twitter, I have about 12,400 followers or something like that. I don't really pay attention to my Twitter followers anymore, if I'm being honest. Uh, on threads, where am I at? 1,614. So, you know, doing fine. Doing fine. But um, it is slow. It is different. It's a completely different animal. I'm curious to see how much of a focus they put on it. Came out of the gate like hot like a pistol. But I often just kind of forget that I have it. Oh, no. We've got Zol, the Will of Thousands, coming up again. Okay. Okay. I see that you weren't taking me seriously. So then, let's get serious. What's going on with this guy? He's got a lisp this week? Sounds like he has a lisp. That echo, man. You gotta tone the echo down. You want me to go deeper echo? This is me sounding like Zol, the Will of Thousands. But I'm Satan. I don't need the echo. Here I am. It's a little bit cleaner, you know? My name is Zol, the Will of Thousands. All these people leaving any voicemails, like Donkey Valdi, like you, like Ari, and especially the child, Ben. I'm sure they're great people in real life, but they leave a shitty voicemail with nothing interesting to offer. I'm here to correct that. I am here to take over the voicemail. My name is Zoe, the Will of Thousand, and you will fear me. I mean, for a guy talking about big game, about his voicemail, kind of boring, Zoe, kind of boring. I'm just going to put that out there. Here you come in going shitting on dudes and Donkey Volley and Ben and Ari and just being like, those people leave boring voicemails, so here I am and I'm going to leave a boring voicemail. Anyway, we're moving on. <laughs> the next one is just, it just says yes. The best site on the internet is hmm. obviously OilersNation.com. Thank you. Is that even a question? Of course. Come on now. It is. OilersNation.com is a fantastic website. Plenty of free content available for you every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. That is right. We don't miss days, people. We don't miss days. This, this voicemail just says goodbye. So I'm currently on vacation in Palm Springs, California. Well, way to brag. Oh, I'm in Palm Springs. I'm in a lovely location. I hope you're having fun. Thank you for checking in from Palm Springs, though, and leaving me a voicemail from your bougie vacation. I do like this. Continue. California. And supposedly there's a hurricane coming, so. Is there really? If this is my last voicemail, goodbye, big milk. Goodbye to you. Be safe. I had no idea there was apparently a hurricane coming in California. It's hard to keep up with the news now. You know? I don't know what's going on with weather patterns. There's a hurricane apparently going to California. Be safe, whoever you are. You just, your your title of your message just said goodbye. I hope it's not goodbye just so long for now. You know? The, uh, the other thing I didn't mention was the lockdown at West Edmonton Mall the other day. Like, that was nuts. That's the kind of stuff that you don't see in Canada very often. I live close to West Wet, close to West Edmonton Mall, not close enough to have any kind of uh, effect on me, that news. I went outside walking my dog kind of during the whole thing, not knowing what was going on. I didn't hear any sirens or anything crazy or out of place in my neighborhood. It just kind of sounded like a normal night. So anyway, just be safe out there, I guess, is the message. Zol, you're back. Let's see if you can do a little better this time, Zol. 
Donkey Volley, Goop, Ari, and Ben. Do you hear me? Your voicemails suck. They do nothing <laughs> but annoy the rest of us. I am here to correct it out. I got a theory here. You will fear me. I am Zol, the will of thousands. I got a theory here. I think I know what your theory is. Yo, do you have a theory too? I actually do have a theory on who Zol was. Last week we know it was Nick because he played the uh, the red tag, whatever that, whatever that event is, the wrapped in red event. So last week we knew it was Nick because that's kind of like his uh, his Rick Astley moment. He's like, I just want to talk about this and this, and boom, Rogers wrapped in red event. What did I say before? Did I say Toyota? It was a Rogers wrapped in red event. My theory is that's just straight up Ben. The delivery sounds like Ben. Ben got himself a voice changer, I think. And I think he's stealing that other kid's bit. That's my theory. I actually, I kind of agree with that. It does sound like Ben in the delivery. Nick, is that you or is Ben stealing your shtick? We're going to find out. I see another Zol message here and we'll try and find some more clues in round number three for the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Also for you, bag milk. It is quite amusing how you think that I am the child, Nick, because of my view of the Rogers Rapkin Redivant. <laughs> I'm not Nick, but I will be using his gimmick to help take over the voicemail. So now this is just further cementing my uh, my theory that it is Ben. I told you, this is exactly what I've been thinking. The delivery is the exact same. Quads? I'm Quads. Anyway, you keep pushing buttons early, and now you make yourself sound like a dummy. I, Quads, also think that's Ben. Anyway, we'll see what happens. This is an anonymous voicemail. Here we go. Good afternoon. Oh, good job. This is your donkey. It's been a while, but I've just been for a piss, and it was amazing. So, if you want a president that pisses excellence... I'm your man. Baby, I'm your man. Etc. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if anything, it's important to stay hydrated. I think that's what we're learning. You know, it's important to stay hydrated. And uh, the boys are doing what they can to make that happen. Donkey Volley, you stay hydrated, buddy. Nobody needs kidney stones. You know, Ben? This one says business with Ben. Let's see what that is. And welcome back to another business with Ben. Oh, we got a new segment. Uh, business with Ben. Also looking for a sponsor. He gets none of the money, though. Here we see Elon Musk in his natural habitat. Here he is, strapped to the secret microphone. Hey, guys, I got a great idea. Let's make people I make themselves identify themselves. So people who are trying to be like personalities and don't want to share their name, have to share all their information and Canada ID and all of that stuff with us. So we, we can pretend we're doing nothing, but we all know we are. To be fair, um, yeah, that would affect me because obviously I have a shtick and a pseudonym, but um, to be fair, 
Meta does the same thing. If you want to meta, if you want to monetize your Instagram as a creator under the creator options, you do have to give all that information. So I don't know that that's necessarily, um, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Anyway, like if I do verify my Twitter again later in the summer, when hockey season starts to try and monetize it, because if you get 5 million impressions over a 90 day window on your Twitter, you can monetize it provided that you've got X number of followers and that you pay for Twitter blue or whatever they call it now. Um, so I'm considering it because if I can make some money, then of course I'm going to do it, but you do have to give all the tax information and stuff back to you business with Ben. And as usual, he's making stupid decisions, which is shareholders do not who, who advise against. <laughs> Uh, well, shareholders in Tesla, anyway, we wish you would fucking stop with the Twitter thing. I'll tell you that much. Um, sir, please, please don't do this, sir. Um, this will plummet through the roof. <laughs> plummet through the roof. You're the best, Ben. Business with Ben. It's inaugural version with business with Ben. Taking a lot of shots at Elon over the last little bit. Not a big fan, I guess. But happens to the best of us. Anonymous, what say you? You're listening to an advert. Hmm. The Ben's Milk Rounds Paper Round and Childish Edmonton Scenario. <laughs> Etc. By the way, while they do that, us gentlemen talk about the real things in life. Hmm. About the Oilers. Yes. And the presidential election. Yes. And not. I've got a paper round. I need to be to be, etc. I wanted to try and get the boys on the phone this Saturday, um, and I don't remember who it didn't work for. And then eventually, it just didn't work for me. Uh, I had something come up that I got to do on Saturday, but we're gonna make this happen before the season starts. For fuck me, we're gonna do it. Probably going to have to happen in September, but I am going to have a bonus episode of the podcast with those boys. I swear it. I swear it. Boys, give me your schedules for September. I'm tired of waiting to talk to you both in a live format. You know? I'm tired of waiting. Oh, great. Zol's got another one. Thing. One more thing. This is what I think of you. Now, Zol's got his own soundboard. <laughs> what a fucking weird podcast this is. Anyway, what are you going to do? Ben, tell me what to do. Bouchard, um, since I know you always listen to this incredible podcast, um, so sign with the Oilers because um, I would like you to. Good news, Ben. He did today. Well, at least it's reported that he is close to signing today. We've already got the contract details. Go back and listen to the emergency episode of the podcast, Ben. Does that make you happy? You should feel happy. I'm happy. Jay's probably not happy. There's some people out there punching the air for sure about this number, but you know what? I'm into it. By the way, gentlemen, um, if I'm going to win this presidential election, I've got to say my thoughts smell fucking amazing. Thank you very much. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> so dumb. So fucking dumb. You're good people, Donkey Volley.
you're listening to Billy the Never Good Lord Country Song, and you're gonna hit your wife with a hammer. <laughs> Don't she say deserves that. it. Don't say Et that. Cetera. La la la. Do 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 do. Do you want to get funky or do you just want to dance? Hmm. I could do some uh, country music bumpers to that. Hmm. I think I'll Although skip that I'll one. Not involve um, hitting the wife with a hammer because that's just not cool. No, it's et not. Et cetera. No, it's not very good. I mean, there's been a few ex ex girlfriends who would like to hit with a hammer, but. Let's not even talk about that. Anyway, on with the show. Good afternoon. Digging a hole there, Donkey Volley. Digging a hole there. Uh, I do not approve of Donkey Volley's messages. Anything he says and does with hammers is not approved by Better Late Than Never Incorporated. It's not actually incorporated. Should be, probably, based on the way this voicemail's going. Anyway. Uh, ben, you're back, I think. Here you go. Um, okay. So, so, so what do you want to say? Uh, X is the best platform, um, ever. Um, <laughs> Elon Musk is great. What else, Elon? Okay. And he could totally beat Mark Zuckerberg. Yep, yeah. Hey, okay. Uh, he could totally beat Mark Zuckerberg. Is that it, Elon? Okay. And he has... And, uh, yeah, that's it. Well, there you have it. Elon is uh, allegedly channeling messages through young Ben and into the voicemail. You know, he has hundreds of millions of followers on Twitter, I believe. Who knows how many of those are real people or not, but um, he is channeling through Ben. That's what we've learned today. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, you got anything to say? I am Mark Zuckerberg. I am a robot. I don't really like that button. What about this one? I am Mark Zuckerberg. I invented Facebook. There is a movie about me inventing Facebook. Anyway, there you have it. Anonymous caller, what say you? Speaking of cloacas, <laughs> did you know that uh, in emu in the emu world, it's uh-huh. actually the dad that raises the the little babies, like oh, the mum lays the eggs and all that. But when they hatch, it's dad's responsibility, and. I think that's it's about fucking time some animals stepped up to the plate. Yeah, I agree. Fucking good on you, emu dads. Yeah. That's a nice little fun fact from Dukes coming in there. You know, emu dads, very progressive. They hyphenate their last names too, I've heard. They're taking care of the children. It's like penguins, you know? They do, uh, the, the mama penguin lays the egg, papa penguin puts it on his feet, and he guards it. You've all seen March of the Penguins. But I don't need to explain this to you. We've got a uh, Bryce. Have I ever heard from you before, Bryce? Bryce, you're up. Hey, Bag Milk. What up, man? First time calling in. Fuck Been yeah, Bryce. For a long time. Said so I should finally uh, contribute to the podcast. Welcome, Bryce. Uh, I guess question of the week, easily YouTube by far. Yeah, 100%. There's just so much on there. It's just can go down so many rabbit holes forever too um but you're like i came to watch uh firework by katie perry and now i'm watching videos about you know putin allegedly shooting that plane down (laughs) 
have you ever seen that on youtube where you go into like you start watching one thing and then the algorithm leads you down a really weird hole is that just me could just be me bryce back to you i gotta say you if you love love island you need you need to start watching the old tlc special 90 day fiance buddy i'm way ahead of you every version of 90 day fiance i love the one I love the most, though, the one that reigns supreme over the others is 90 Day the Other Way. That's the one where the Americans go to the other countries and they get a whole dose of reality check right when they land, right when they get off the plane. It is the best. Back to you, Bryce. If you want drama, if you want people making poor, poor life choices, that's the show you got to watch. 100%. I don't know if that's kind of cold on my part, kind of enjoying people's mishaps absolutely not. not but damn it's good tv damn and you know what bryce you enjoy their downfall because that's what those shows is about we watch it we turn off our brains and we watch other people make horrible life choices to make us feel better about our own i haven't moved to a third world country expecting it to be like canada and then when i get there i'm like why isn't this like the country i just left because I'm not an idiot. Some of those folks on the show, they are idiots. And some of the folks on those shows, you will go season to season and you will see the same person with a different fiance in a different season. It's the best. Everything about that show rules. Ari? Happy Wednesday. Happy BLTN Day. Happy Wednesday uh, to you. Let me tell you, I cannot wait for this podcast. I have had a rough week. Back milk. <laughs> What's going on, pal? Uh... I saw the Bouchard extension. Yeah. So does that mean that the Oilers Cup window is basically now Bouchard's deal? No, I don't think so. I understand the logic based on where they're at cap wise. We're gonna what we really need to see is what the cap does next year. Where does it move? How much does it go up? But no, the cap window is not or the cup window is not two years. Again, most of the core is already locked in. Most of the core is already locked in. So no. Anyway, back to you. Two years. Um and it's a bridge deal, right? Of course it is. But And they're going to have to pay him a lot of money in the future. So does that mean that the Oilers Cup window is this is just this two-year window where they have this like this massive stack roster? Because I feel like the cap isn't, isn't going to go up as much as we think it is. Even though, concern. even though we can hear all these projections. Because I have no trust in the NHL or Gary Bettman, to be honest with you. Well, fair. So what do you think about that? I don't uh, think... Love you, bag milk. Love you too, yeah. buddy. Um, hopefully your week turns around. I don't think that it's only two years. I think the Oilers with Connor, with Leon, it's going to be longer than that just because that's how good those two are. Um, they're going to have to get creative, though. And like I said, we really need to see where the cap situation goes. Um, I just read the contracts that are falling off between now and the end of the Bouchard contract. It's basically McLeod. It's basically CeCe as the, like, the impact roster player. So they're going to have to get creative. Um, four years of having a flat cap, essentially only going up 2 million bucks since Ken Holland has been the GM of the team really, really sucks. Really, really sucks. But the thing is, it's not just the Oilers that are in this situation, right? Like we just talked about the Maple Leafs extension of Austin Matthews at 13 to five. Well, now they've got him. Then they've got Marner's going to be up. I think next year, well, who knows what they're going to do with him. John Tavares is still making a shitload of money. William Nylander needs a new contract. So it's not like the Oilers are the only ones in this situation. Ari, it all depends on the pieces playing together. Is the defense good enough? I would argue. No, not yet. 
but we'll see what happens. Last year at the deadline, I would have never expected the Oilers to find a way to trade Barry plus picks plus pieces to get Matias at home. He's a stud. What can they do this year? Obviously, there is a window that they have to think about. What can they do this year? Uh, who's coming up next? In the Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail, anonymous caller, who are you? Hey, Bag Milk, it's Taylor. Uh, you're trying to figure out what the greatest internet website of all time is? Taylor, of course, is a afternoon host on Sonic. Me, he and I were texting the other day, like about a week ago or so. We're going to get Taylor on the show. We're going to talk a little bit about Oilers. We're going to talk about radio. He actually does the job I've always wanted to do. And I want to talk to him about how he got there because getting into the Edmonton market on a station like Sonic, it's no joke. You got to grind. Well, in my humble opinion, it's a uh, guap. Remember that game? Q-W-O-P. Yeah, you press those buttons and try to make that little guy run. I've spent hours on there. I'm doing it right now. Oh, and he fell down. Guap for life. So I've never played this before, but now I'm looking at it. Q-W-O-P, Quap. Uh, you are Quap, our nation's sole representative at the Olympic Games. Use the Quap keys to move your legs. Ideally, you will run 100 meters, but our training program is underfunded. Remember, it's not about whether you win or lose. So Q-W-O-P, I'm going to play a live one here. Q-W-O-P, thighs, calves. Ooh, how do I play this? There's no way. How do I, how do I do this? How do you do this, man? I can't even get him to move. I've moved 1.7 meters. Oh, now I'm going backwards. How am I going backwards? Participant, you went 0.7 meters. Everyone is a winner. Showing real courage, you ran 0.7 meters. Okay, you know what? Quap is uh, something I've never played before, and now I look like a real asshole. A real asshole indeed. It's Taylor again. Uh, just Homestar Runner was pretty sweet too. Homestar Runner, that one I know. But Quap, I just I tried to play. Let me see if I can do it again. Quap. Let's see if I can do better than 0.7 meters. I have no idea how this works, Taylor. So I'm just doing this on the fly, on the podcast. I'm going to go like this and then this one. Calves and thighs. Calves and thighs. Calves and thighs. I've gone backwards. I went zero meters. How do you play this? <sighs> Damn it, Quap. Anyway, back to business. Um, what do I got here? I have got... Another message from Bryce. Hey, Big Milk, calling in again here. What's up, buddy? Um, forgot to give my my uh, vote for the presidential election you got going on. Ah, very important. Of course, the candidates are Dukes and Donkey Volley, and Young Ben has also thrown his name in the hat. Though now we are seeing that Ben could be Zol, the will of thousands. At least that's the theory. It's what's going on. Let's be honest. It is the theory that Satan and I have, but we'll see. Ben, we're on to you. Anyway, Bryce, who is your vote going to? This is very important. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Back to you, Bryce. It's easily got to be Dukes. Hmm. Guy seems to be through and through an Oilers fan. He does. Ben, sorry, man. You seem like a good kid, but no life experience yet man you're so young yeah being 13 um it would be interesting having a 13 year old president it'd be like some kind of th uh dictatorship country where you're born into being like the emperor or something you know like ben you're 13 how did you become president of the bltn the the milk duds or whatever the fuck the name we decided what we never really did decide on a name um well how did you become president and he goes well born into it 
you haven't seen some shit. You haven't been through some shit. And for Donkey, ugh, I don't know, man. Well, based that guy's on his, a different cat. Based on his last voice, entertaining, Mally. but don't think he has the chops to be a president. So take care. Team Dukes. Bryce is on Team Dukes. Again, based on Donkey Volley's last voicemail with the hammer, might have to be disqualified from the presidential debate, though he did say it was a, uh, he did suggest that it was a act of fiction that we were dealing with there. Kyle the Embalmer, I'm assuming you're going to yell about Evan Bouchard. You text me about it today, and I assume that's what you want to talk about here, too. ABM, it's Kyle the Embalmer. Uh, I just wanted to weigh in on the Bouchard signing or potential <laughs> signing. I don't know if it's official yet. Not official, but like if Friedman's tweeting out numbers, it's, you know, it's basically, it's just the others are probably like, damn it, we want to announce it. When I'm recording this, but um, 3.8, 3.9, I, uh, it's so high. It's higher than I wanted. For a team that's on the brink of making it to that final playing for that cup i feel like he kind of got a bit selfish and took too much money even though on the market i'm sure he's worth it but ooh, interesting well the other thing too that i said is i wish that the oilers would have ground him down a little bit more he didn't have arbrights all he could really do was sit out and while that is an option that any player could do i met i talked about william nylander earlier he did it before he signed his current contract in toronto players always fall behind if they miss training camp in the start of the season so i'm glad it got done early but um yeah, he didn't leave anything on the table, did he? For where our team situation is right now, it would have really helped us out for him not to. Yep, that I agree with Kyle, 100%. Like I said, it would even be nice if he took 3.5 or under to get the 22-man roster. They could have signed another like league min guy. You know, so maybe somebody comes in on a PTO. I'm not even talking about the Sam Gagne thing or the Brandon Sutter thing, or maybe Brandon Sutter, I don't know. Maybe somebody came in on a PTO and they earned a gig at a camp, and now that kind of option is... Well, the others would have to get creative. Um, I would have loved to see him even sign for one year at three, and then next year when the cap should go up significantly, he could have really got paid. Um, but you know what? I'm with Jay. Trade him. Just trade him. <laughs> if he's worth that much, you can get a good return. We need defense over offense. <laughs> Maybe that's a bit knee-jerk, but... I'm sure you'll tell me why I'm wrong. So, uh, bye. Um, I just, I don't think that, like, if my person, if, if I had to trade a, a defenseman now on the right side that started with a three, it wouldn't be Evan Bouchard for me. It'd be Cody Ceci. The Oilers do need defense, but they also need points. Evan Bouchard can do plenty of one, not so great at the other. Cody Ceci is okay at one, non-existent at the other. So, that would be kind of my pick. But again, you got to take two to tango. So I'm not going to tell you you're wrong, even though you're wrong, Kyle. You know? I will have Waz clip this, though, and post this on Instagram because it is going to bang. <laughs> Anonymous caller, what say you? I just want it to be known that I don't... Nah, I can't play that. I can't even hear you. If you guys want... Look. Can you, like, I've never left myself a voicemail. Can you play it back when you leave it? I have no idea. Maybe I should test that. Anyway, uh, anonymous caller, Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. We got two more voicemails left. What do you guys say? 
Hey, PM, it's me again. Mm. Uh, I just wanted to... Kyle the Embalmer times two. ...to send out a congratulations to our boy Nuge. Yeah. Um, on the old Ryan Nugent baby. I don't know how well that girl's going to grow up being named Connor, but... I think she'll uh, she'll be just fine. So, congratulations, Nuge! Shout out to the Nuge! Isn't it amazing that our young man has became a dad this week? Girl Dad Nuge. We don't know the name of the baby yet. We haven't seen a picture yet, but uh, I'm very excited. Girl Dad Nuge. People on the internet excited. It is a great day for the Nuge and Hopkinses. I hope you guys are enjoying the first days of parenthood. I imagine the baby is, you know, doing baby things, and you're like, oh fuck, I haven't slept. It'll probably get better. I don't have kids. I can't say that for sure, but it'll probably get better. Anyway, congratulations once again to the Nugent Hopkins's last voicemail in the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. Voicemail goes to Chandler. All right. Well, considering dad just re-signed for uh, two more years, and I feel at least partly responsible for the dad as part of the solution movement. Thank you. It's important that we do have dad as part of the solution. The movement keeps going because... There are people like Kyle the Embalmer and Jay that are out there to sabotage us. At least like to, at least like to think that. Figure I should chime in um, about you know Dad resigning for two more years Please to say that me. I am thrilled about it. I am. Um, there is going to be a lot of white New Balance shoes in the Bouchard home these days. Fucking right. Not to mention grills, lawn mowers, ratchet straps to make sure nothing's going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. Fanny packs. Did a little uh, pre-tax math here. Again, I didn't factor in taxes or escrow or agent fees or all that shit. But at 3.9 million gross, that is 520,000 pairs of tube socks. That is 60,000 pairs of New Balances. That is 121,875 pairs of cargo shorts. That is 4,875 smokers for the backyard. That is 1,200 John Deere riding mowers. And that is one Bugatti Chiron. Floral Hawaiian button-up shirts. Oh, yes. Listen, is 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 Dad ready for his Tommy Tommy Bahama stage? Jay and I talk about this. There's going to be an age. We've talked about this on Real Life, I think. There's going to be an age in my life where all I have in my closet is Tommy Bahamas and cargo shorts. And I feel like I'm inching towards that. And if Evan Bouchard started rocking that look right now, he might inspire me. Good thinking, Chandler. Um. Oh, yeah. And he's going to score a crap ton of points for yes, us. Yes, he is. So I love it because you know what? As we all know, <clears throat> except for Jay, <clears throat> Dad is part of the solution. For Alfa Romeo of Edmonton, there is the voicemail. I love when you guys leave messages. I love when you guys leave messages. Please keep them coming. Like Bryce, first-time caller, long-time listener today. Join in. I want to hear from you. Leave a podcast review. Enter you into the draw for a hoodie, a Better Late Than Ever hoodie. But in the meantime, keep leaving me messages and go to alfaromeoedmonton.ca and book a test drive. Good podcast today. Great podcast today. A couple of episodes, including the emergency episode, the contract reaction episode for Evan Bouchard. Go check that one out from this morning. Please download, subscribe. Please keep the reviews coming and I will put you in the draw. I'm going to do another five winners next week. 
And then I'm going to put that order in once I have all your sizes and we're going to get those hoodies out to you as soon as I possibly can. Okay. So I really appreciate you guys chiming in and helping me out with the podcast. It's growing throughout the summer, which I'm super excited about. And I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. The last thing I want to say before I say goodbye is that we launched the Nation Vacation to Seattle this past week. We are going to Seattle November 10th to 12th. We are going to go to Edmonton versus Seattle. That's the hockey game on the Saturday night. And then on the Sunday, we are going to Seattle versus Washington, and we're watching a little football, baby. We have never done a football game on a Nation Vacation trip, so this one is completely different from anything we've ever done. We have already sold a quarter of these trips in only a matter of days. A quarter of these trips. Go to nationgear.ca. That's where you're going to get the details. That's where you're going to get the information. That's where you can book your spot to come with us to Seattle in the long, the long weekend in November. With that, I'll say thank you to the Audio Department, Trilogy of Field Rentals, to SYC Brewing, Betway, and Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. And most importantly, all of you for listening, welcoming me into your heads and your cars, wherever you are right now as you're listening to this. Two episode day. We'll be back next Wednesday unless something else sexy happens. Look forward to do another emergency episode, potentially, if anything fun happens. Talk to you later. Why won't you kiss me? Why won't you kiss me?